Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Costilla. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment and even more joy. This is A Bit of Clarity. Hi and welcome to another episode of A Bit of Clarity. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costia from here, from Perth in Western Australia. It is summer here. Uh, we are just so grateful that uh, we live in this beautiful part of the world. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it's probably very cold for you right now. Um, in uh, Australia, the seasons are the other way around. So we have summer in December, January and February. And in June, July, August, it's, it's really cold here and it snows in certain parts of Australia. But here in Perth, in Western Australia, where we are, it just gets really, really cold and with a lot of rain. In fact, July is a month when it almost rains every day. In fact, here in Perth, it rains more in, uh, in one month sometimes than in other places in the whole year, which is very, very interesting. Just a little bit about Perth. Um, today, I want to talk to you about something uh, which is very close to all of us, is how well do we know our emotions? What are emotions? Uh, why are we so emotional beings? Well, you can't escape them. Everybody feels something. And we go through many, many emotions all the time. In fact, this morning when I woke up, so I'll just take you through a number of emotions I've experienced today. So uh, the alarm went off, uh, on and off, depends how you want to say it, at 5 a.m. for me this morning. I don't know if that's a good time or not a good time, depending on how you view it. Uh, I say to people, the secret to your success in life is 5 a.m. So if you're able to get up at that, at that hour, at that time, you're already ahead of the pack in whatever you want to engage in. So the alarm went off at 5 a.m. and that's when I woke up. And as soon as I woke up, my first feeling was, wow. I was joyful, I was happy, and I thought, I had a good night's sleep. Why is that? Because I did not wake up before the alarm. I actually woke up at the alarm. That means I slept through, I had a deep uh, sleep, a good recovery sleep, and I slept to the very exact hour that I would normally have to wake up. So in other mornings, I would wake up before the alarm and uh, just turn it off or switch it off and just go and do my business and begin the day. But this, um, this particular night, last night, I slept through. I went to bed quite late, unfortunately. I went to bed at about 11 o'clock. So I woke up at 5 and I woke up with the alarm going off and with a sense of joy and happiness because I had a good night's sleep and I recovered really well. So that was an indicator for me. What triggered for me that joy was the fact that I slept to the alarm and I did not wake up before the alarm. If you wake up before the alarm, that means, you know, your mind is still working and, you know, trying to wake up or wake you up to get started during the day. So that was my first feeling. 
Then the second feeling was a bit of an overwhelming feeling. Uh, I thought, I just hope that the dog doesn't hear me waking up and going to the bathroom. Uh, because if she hears me, she will start making noises and barking because she wants my attention. So uh, all of a sudden I'm a little bit apprehended and very careful as to how I move in the house so the dog doesn't sense me that I woke up because she needs my attention. Uh, then the next feeling that I had was a feeling of uh, uh, getting ready a feeling of uh, anticipation. I have a cold shower in the morning, so I'm taking you inside my bathroom right now. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. So I had a cold shower and uh, that anticipation when the water hits you, it's an anticipation of uh, awakening. I knew that if I hadn't been awakened by the fact that I got up and went to the bathroom, uh, now this shower will take me into the present tense because it's cold, it's just gonna hit me. And uh, for the next two minutes, I'm just going to be fully alert. So it was great. And then uh, the next feeling was um, maybe the next feeling that I, I felt. I'm just trying to think now. The next emotion that I felt was, all right, let me, let me take this walk uh, with the dog. So the next feeling is, again, anticipation, wanting to uh, enjoy the morning walk with the dog. So I went downstairs, opened the door for the dog so she can escape while I put my shoes on, went outside and uh, just, I had a, a feeling of gratitude, a feeling of joy again, just being able to wake up with the sun and just breathe the cool, fresh air of the morning as I uh, did a loop around my block with the dog so she can have her morning exercise. So these are just some of the feelings that I experienced. Then as I got in my car, I had to choose a podcast or a, uh, an audio. I don't normally listen to the radio because for the next half an hour, I would be driving here to work where my studio is and where my office is. By the way, this is my very office. This is one side of the wall in my office, those of you who watch this on, on video. So uh, uh, in the car, I had to make a choice what I would listen to, what mood I was in, so again, an emotion of anticipation of what is going to uh, encourage me for the day, what is going to build me up for the day. Also, uh, I experienced a bit of a, uh, um, an emotion of anticipation towards the podcast because I will talk about emotions. And look, it wasn't a bad emotion as such or a negative emotion. Uh, it was an emotion full of responsibility because I want to to make sure that I transmit the right message across to you. So it's a, an emotion which brings responsibility and grounds me really well because I want to make sure that I do well and my speech and my presentation and everything that I bring to you is well put together. So these are some of the emotions that I went through this morning. So let me ask you this, what emotions did you feel today? What emotions have you experienced in the last hour? You can't tell me you haven't experienced anything because you would have experienced some emotions. So what are emotions? And these are in your show notes. So make sure if you haven't downloaded your show notes until now, go to the website, go to the link, uh, wherever you, you're watching this, and you can download the show notes and um, you can follow through some of the things that I will be presenting to you today. Also, if you haven't watched the previous couple of episodes, I encourage you to go back and watch these two episodes. In fact, it's best to watch them in sequence because we are building up, we are talking about self-awareness 
as part of emotional intelligence. And uh, I'd like for you to build yourself up and grow with me on this journey. So make sure that you go back and watch those couple of episodes and then engage more with this and the episodes that will follow. So I've put in the show notes just a short definition of emotions. Emotions uh, are a strong feeling derived from a circumstance. Now, I didn't want to put derived from something that uh, happens to us because emotions can happen in our head as well through the mindset, through our thoughts. We can feel sad or we can feel uh, happy just by whatever we think of. So it's not just a circumstance that is outside us, but it is a circumstance in our head as well. So it's a strong feeling that comes from whatever we think of or whatever happens to us, something that triggers that emotion in us. When, if we want to be more aware of what goes on in our lives and with our emotions, by naming the emotions, by labeling the emotions, is the start or the beginning of understanding them. So it's very important to know what the emotion is before you can understand it, to actually give it a name or a label. Now, children often struggle with this because they can't express what they are feeling. They can't tell you if they're overwhelmed, if they're sad. They can't tell them, uh, they can't really tell you if they are in pain or or they're going through a meltdown. They just cry. And sometimes you, like as a parent, I've got three children, so I get frustrated as well with this. And I say, well, what is going on? Why are you crying? And they just cry and they don't tell you why. And you're trying to nullify or cut down the list that, did you hurt yourself? Did somebody say something to you? Uh, What is going on? Because they can't express their emotions. They don't tell you, I am sad. And it takes time for you to coach them, to teach them how to label the emotions they are going through. Often what we say to them is, uh, well, just get over it, or let me, let me, let me help you out, or you know, we, we come with a solution to the problem, so we want to manage the emotion, but we never understood the emotion, first of all. So in order to manage the emotion in a child or even in yourself, what is very important is to understand that emotion, to have the awareness, what is the emotion that we're feeling? What is the emotion you are trying to manage? You can't manage something you don't know what it is. You can't define. So it is vital for you to define the emotion that you want to manage. It's vital for you to have the awareness of the emotion because before you can manage the emotion. So today, when we talk about emotions, so I'm giving you this background, a bit of a definition of emotions, because I want to tell you something very, very important, but you've got to wait a little bit. It is in the title, though, so just giving that away. So there's a list of emotions which I've put down in the show notes and I'm going to list them down as we go through them right now. They were written by Robert Pulchik in his theory. It is not exhaustive. There are many groups of emotions and you can go through, you know, literally hundreds of emotions that derive out of this. But these groups are very important. Even if you start with these groups and you're able to identify emotions, Uh, that that you're experiencing or you're going through, and if you can label them at least with these labels or with these names, this is a start for you to gain awareness and obviously more emotional intelligence. So these are some of the emotions that we go through and these are the groups, right? So the first one down there is fear. When you feel afraid, everybody experiences fear in their lives. 
And in fact, we experience a lot of fear in our lives. We shouldn't experience it as much, but it does happen. So fear is a true emotion that we go through. So it's very important for you to understand when you feel afraid that that emotion that you're going through is an emotion of fear. Then we have the uh, emotion of anger when you are feeling angry or when you are enraged, when you are really, really angry and you want to do something about it. So unless you are able to name that emotion in you, it is very hard for you to manage that emotion. So make sure that you have the awareness when you are feeling afraid, what is the difference between feeling afraid and the difference between feeling angry. Then we have sadness. Sadness, when you feel sad, which has to do with sorrow, grief, or being a little bit depressed. So when somebody is sad, is different when, uh, than when somebody is angry, for example, or fearful. So you have to differentiate between these emotions that you experience every day to see, well, am I feeling sad, or am I feeling afraid, or am I feeling angry? The only way you can be on top of your emotions is to understand them, to understand what they're telling you, to understand where they come from, what triggers them in your life. So unless you have this awareness, you can't go to the next step. That's what I said, we expect our children to manage their emotions or to be on top of their emotions, but they can't actually figure them out in the first thing. So that's why what we do in Emotional Intelligence, we teach people and we teach you today and we encourage you to learn to name those emotions you're experiencing. Then we have the feeling of joy, when you feel happy, when you're glad, when you want to rejoice. Then the feeling of disgust, when you, you, you feel that something is wrong and nasty and you get this vomiting feeling, like really this upset feeling, that's the feeling of disgust. Then we have the feeling of surprise, the emotion of surprise when you feel unprepared for something and wow, it just blows you in, uh, blows you in, your, in your face. And then we have the feeling of trust. This is a positive emotion where admiration is strong, where you have that trust, that positive emotion, which is really beautiful and it's nice to have. So you have to have the awareness that you are experiencing that emotion when you are experiencing it. Then we have the feeling or the emotion of anticipation when you feel uh, positively towards something which is going to happen. So the opposite of that is to feel apprehended, uh, which can be part of being, uh, you know, a little bit afraid. Uh, I mean, fear would have different grades or different levels of fear. So these uh, two, four, six, eight, uh, this theory, uh, Robert Pulchik's theory uh, of emotions, this, these are some groups of emotions that you can learn and at least to make sure that you can categorize and name the emotions that you are going through the day. Why is this important? This is very important because in order for you to have control of your life, to have uh, a self-control, self-emotional control, which is highly regarded out there and you regard it quite highly and you want people around you to manage their emotions well and to control their emotions, at the same time, you have to be a person who's on top of their game. So in order for you to become that person, to be highly emotionally intelligent, intelligent, it is wise for you to start going deep with your emotions to understand what triggers them. What are the triggers? What triggered that emotion that you are feeling today? Uh, and then what is the actual emotion that you're feeling? So um, what triggered the emotion of me to uh, be thankful 
for this morning to have a level of gratitude, uh, a level of joy. It was, it was triggered by the fact that when I woke up, I realized that I slept all night and I had a good night's sleep. So what triggers the emotion? So for example, if you get angry, what triggered that emotion? Was it that phone call? Was there something inside of you? Somebody said something that you didn't like? Why didn't you like this? So ask yourself these questions because you want to get to know yourself better and what, what, what trips you over? What actually upsets you? What makes you happy? The more you get to know yourself, the more you can manage your emotions better. Now, something very, very important, which is the core part of our teaching today. Your emotions are not your guide. They are your gauge for every day. Emotions should report to you and not you to them. They should tell you things. You don't live according to the emotions. You don't get sucked in. You don't get uh, down this uh, negative spiral of whatever emotional uh, roller coaster you go through. They are indicative of what is going on in your life and around you, both inside and around you, but they are not imperative. They do not dictate what goes on in your life. They show you, but they do not dictate. So I've said, um, as the title of this podcast, in fact, and also in, the, in our notes, it says that you've got to develop an understanding that our emotions are our gauge and not our guide. Now, what is a gauge? Gauge, a gauge is, a, is a, an instrument of measure. So you can measure things of what happens in your life. You can measure your, your uh, level of happiness, your level of sadness. So all these emotions that come in your life, they are gauges. They are telling you something about yourself. So they are important as a gauge, but they shouldn't control your life. They shouldn't guide your life. They should tell you what is going on, bring a sense of awareness, but they should not dictate what you do in your life. So for example, when you're driving, you have various instruments, various gauges in front of you. They tell you whether you're going fast, whether you're going slow. They tell you what time it is. They tell you the revs. They tell you many, many things, but they don't guide you. You control the car, you drive the car. Understand that? The moment they guide you and you lose control, that car, will be uncontrollable. It will go, you know, you'll have a crash. So it's very important with your emotions as well. They are instruments. They give you some sense of direction. They give you some sense of guide, uh, uh, some sense of gauging and understanding of what goes on in your life. They trigger some aspects in your life, but they're not your guide. You are not guided by your emotions. You are guided by a strong sense of who you are, you're guided by your, your uh, um, identity. You're guided by your values. But you're not guided by emotions. Emotions are there to be managed by you. They are not there to manage you. So make sure when you experience an emotion, ask yourself this question. Is this emotion uh, taking control over me? Is this emotion taking the better of me? Am I on top of this emotion? Or is this emotion on top of me? This is very, very vital. So get to understand your emotion. Get to understand those triggers. What triggers your emotion? Why do you get angry when somebody says this to you? Or when they do that to you? What's inside of you? Why does it trip that switch 
inside of you. So make sure that you get to know yourself. So your emotions, once again, are our gauge, not our guide. So in the application, how you can practice this. So think about some of the emotions that you experience today. Just try and list three, four, five emotions that you went through today, just as I did at the beginning of the session. And what was your response to that emotion? What was, in, uh, what was your exp, uh, response to the triggers? What were those triggers that triggered that emotion? And what was your response? Or was it a reaction? Maybe there was a reaction to one of those emotions. Did you respond? Were you in control? And this is another way to test whether you are reacting or responding to an emotion. If something has triggered you and really had a big impact on you, do you respond to it or do you react to it? When you respond, you are in control. You are managing the situation. When you react, you lose control. So it's very important to understand yourself and why that is happening to you. Emotions are very important. We all feel them. They are telling us something. They are not to be ignored. They are important for our everyday, but they shouldn't guide us. They, they should be a gauge. They should be some measure, you know, some measuring instruments. But at the end of the day, we should be guided by our values and by our identity, by who we are to the core. And the second application there is practice noticing the emotions you go through the day and what trigger them. So throughout the day, from now onwards, try and think, you know, as you experience an emotion, ask yourself, why am I experiencing this emotion? What has triggered this emotion? Why am I happy? Why am I sad? Why am I afraid? Why am I um, angry? Why is this happening to me? How can I get on top of this? So the more you're able to label these, the more you are able to understand them, the more aware you become. And the more aware you become, the more self-control you become. And the probability of you managing these later on grows as you become more aware of them. Well, I hope this really blesses you and helps you in your daily walk because it's important for you to understand your emotions. As I said, they are important. If you experience negative emotions, just come out of, you know, don't, don't let yourself be dragged down. Understand that they're there, that they're real, label them, name them, and don't, stand, don't, don't, don't spend time with those negative emotions. Just come out of that. If you're experiencing uh, good emotions, positive emotions, enjoy them, share them with others, and um, take other people on the journey. Make the most of those positive emotions and ride them because they're wonderful for you to experience. The more aware you become of what goes on in your life, the more positive emotions you will experience. The more positive emotions you experience, the better your lifestyle is. So try and notice both the negative and the positive emotions that you experience and focus on those positive and you will have a happier life. So until next time, uh, this is a bit of clarity and I pray that this brings a bit of clarity in your emotions to get an awareness, a sense of awareness uh, from them. And um, as you watch this or listen to the podcast, please rate it wherever you watch it, wherever you're consuming this material. And feel free to send me any feedback and share it with others. If this is uh, impactful to you and it is influencing you in the right way, please feel free to share it with others. Thank you so much. Until next time, this is a bit of clarity. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla, and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was a bit of clarity.